0: It is time for another Post-Sunday Podcast, and I'm your host, Kevin Jones, pastor at Connection Church. Uh, The Post-Sunday Podcast, we really like to refresh our memories of what occurred on this previous Sunday's service, Uh, everything from the worship to the Word, uh, even some of the things that didn't happen that you weren't aware of, maybe, or things that just never got said. So... With all that in mind, I hope you'll stick around for just a few minutes. Uh, we've got some things I'd like to share with you, and uh, we will be right back with your first segment. At the end of service, Abby had played a song for us. It's a, the title of the song is called "Tremble" uh, by a group called Mosaic, and the words to this are pretty amazing, and there's a lot packed into them. Uh, but there's one section, I guess, for today's episode I I, I kind of wanted to look at. And it's the chorus. It reads like this, Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, Jesus, you silence fear. Um, I, I love the imagery here. Uh, and there's a verse that definitely comes to mind for me. It's something God's been working in me now uh, for a little over a year at least. And it's a verse out of Psalm 139 and it's verse 12. I'll read it out of the ESV. It says, The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. Uh, that verse has been wrecking my brain, like I said, for for a while and messing with my heart, because uh, darkness means a lot of things. And um, if you just stop to consider that in its most bare natural elemental form when we consider the dark. Here in Maine, when, when it's cloud covered, you go outside at night, it is dark. I mean, you can't see your hand in front of your face. Um, and, and it's in that moment that those words resound in my, my mind and resonate in my heart that in that moment when I can't see a thing, God sees perfectly clear, just like I would during the day. Um, But there's more to it than that, isn't there? I mean, because in ancient literature, darkness represented not just the inability to see, it literally represented the unknown. Um, So the darkness or the unknown parts of us, uh, this song is saying, Jesus, you make that unknown stuff, the stuff that makes us scared, you make that scared. Um, Sort of a God is bigger than our fears, sort of sense but there's one more element to darkness that as I was engaging in worship at the end of service while she was leading this, my heart was going to the darkness in me um, depression, the hidden parts of my heart that I I still try to hide from God or the uh, the anxieties that I have or the um, that's that's really what comes to my mind, my, my psyche, um, that he makes that darkness, that stuff that I think that no one should be able to see. He, not only does he expose it, but he, he makes it tremble before him because it's so real to him, even though I think it's so cleverly hidden or the depression in me that I, I feel like is, is so deep and dark. Um, he He exposes it for what it is. And it's, it's such a song of comfort to me to know that there's no element that blinds me or is hidden deep within me or is the unknown part of my life that he doesn't expose. He sees right through it. Um, and I gotta tell you, that is the part of that song that just, um, made my heart soar as I was singing it because, again, it says, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. Jesus, you silence fears. Um, So, anyway, I thought I'd just share that with you. Um, One more quick bit is near the end of the song in the bridge. It says, your name is a light that the shadows can't deny. Your name cannot be overcome. And so, for me, when I find myself in a place of worship, and it doesn't need an instrument, I mean, the type of worship that occurs inside your heart, not necessarily the external. Um, but in that moment when I'm just focusing on his love and what he's done inside of me, even the darkness that tries to linger inside of me, it cannot deny the power of Jesus, the power of what he's done inside of me. So I thought I'd just share that. It's uh, Maybe it's TMI. People thought, well, I don't need to know all that about you, Pastor. But there you have it. Um, and I hope that song is a ministry to you. You can look it right up on YouTube or you can go back to our service and go right to the end and listen to it again and allow it to minister to you as well. Hey, uh, hang tight, get you a cup of coffee or something. We're about to dive into the word that Pastor Kim gave this past Sunday. The temple is temporal. Be right back. Pastor Kim's sermon had... Uh had me reeling in a couple of ways, and I'd like to share at least one of those things with you now, and, and maybe a, a thought that I had um, that was going on in the message. She, she had three little words that she said that absolutely, like I said, floored me. Um, she asked, what is left? Um, and it was in reference to the temple being destroyed. The question was, what would be left? Would there be a lampstand? And she made the analogy of our house fire now we we didn't have your typical total loss that most people imagine you know rubble and smoke and ash Uh, ours was considered a total loss uh, because of fire damage but also because of smoke damage and water damage from the firemen trying to put the fire out Uh, there was some structural damage that happened uh, to the foundation therefore it was considered a total loss and she had expressed she and I going through what was left of our, our home and our belongings. And I just, that was such a poignant, obviously for me, analogy of how how easy it is to try to fill our lives with temporal things, fill our lives with things that don't matter because the phrase I kept saying over and over and over uh, to people after the house fire was, but my family was safe. Yeah, we may have lost this thing. We may have lost that thing. Um, we'll never get those baby pictures back. I'll never again have that uh, that book. Um, it was a one-time edition. <laughs> you know? um, Yeah, we lost some really incredibly... Seemingly important things uh, in the house fire, but what we didn't lose was each other. The question, what is left, when we apply that spiritually, when we are robbed of everything temporal that we have put in our hearts, what is left? Um, it, it was a great reminder to say, to ask, what are we investing? into eternity what are we investing spiritually that is eternal Uh, it really does as she pointed out make prayer time and reading and worship and meditation all those things really come to life and it also makes investing into hearts other people's lives um, so much more important when you consider uh, when everything's stripped away these are the things that matter to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This, this is the eternal matters. Um, and so anyway, uh, just a thought on that that I wanted to share that from her words. As she had shared with me what she was going to preach, something that was um, kind of going through my mind was that Paul says that in 1 Corinthians chapter 3.16, Do you not know that you are God's temple? and that God's spirit dwells in you. Um, When she and I were, like I said, batting this message around a little bit and I shared with her, that was probably the direction I was going to head with this message. And I'm so glad she preached what she did because I personally needed that, um, what she had. And she mentioned, you know, you ought to share what you've got on the Post Sunday Podcast. I said, yeah, that's a great idea. But uh, the fact is that we are the temple, Currently, just like in the Old Testament, everything was external. And I keep saying this every Sunday, and I said in our last podcast, everything about the Old Testament was about the external. And now we get to the New Testament and we read that everything is internal. So now, you know, once we had this temporal, physical um, building, now we are that physical temporal building and yet just like the old temple was designed for worship and glory and uh, pointing people to the everlasting god this temple as paul says do you not know that you yourselves are god's temple now our purpose is entirely about pointing people to god pointing people to the everlasting one and that god's spirit dwells in us. Just like the Holy of Holies was the place to meet with God in the temple, now inside of us dwells the Holy of Holies. Um, And just like the Old Testament temple, it was temporal. Our temple is temporal. Wow, what we carry inside of us. um, Really, that's what should be pointed out. That's what we should be living for is for the purpose of being carriers of Holy Spirit inside of us. Well, just a few thoughts, a couple thoughts there from Sunday's message. Again, I was floored and impressed with uh, um, Pastor Kim bringing that word to us, especially when she was struggling with so much pain that day uh, and it being Mother's Day. So uh, kudos to her. And uh, I hope that uh, if you hadn't heard that message and you're just now hearing this podcast, you should go to our Facebook page or to our YouTube page and uh, check that out and take a good listen to it. There's some great, great stuff. Thanks once again for stopping in to listen to the Post-Sunday Podcast. Uh, I hope that if you have any questions or things you'd like addressed, you can always email me at kevin at connection-church.me. I'd love to hear from you. Praying for God's blessings on you and your family and your loved ones during this uh, pandemic. Remember, 2020 means finished, finished. This is all going to be over and we're going to praise God and we'll start a brand new season together. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.